Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. And I'm Renee Barrow, and we have a great show for you today that Sandra's going to explain. Yeah, so uh, one of our wonderful um, uh, listeners, uh, I never know what to call our audience because some people are watching the video, some people are listening, but so I just like to call it our circle. Um, Oh, I like that, our circle. One of the members of our circle wrote in uh, asking us to talk about the topic of uh, protection and of talismans. And um, she's been doing shamanic work for a long time, but she's feeling a need at this particular point to learn more about how to clear and how to uh, protect herself and was wondering about the topic of talismans. And I got a little confused uh, by the uh, email only because I use talismans in a different way as part of ceremonial work of what you're releasing into the earth, air, water, and fire. So we decided that we would just talk about all the different aspects of talismans on our show. (laughs) Yeah, I never really had heard them called talismans until last year when I was doing the I Am Symposium, which is the Winter Solstice Symposium, which is coming up. We'll be spending all day on the 21st. And this a little broadcast message. And one of the things that we did is that we have fire tenders and altar keepers. So we actually, as part of their initiation into holding the fire for all of the days of the holding days, make a talisman that they could then release to the fire on um, New Year's. And so for me, it was a really interesting experience because the day that I made the, my talisman, I was sitting out by the fountain in the front under the grapefruit tree. And all of a sudden I felt the the presence of the Swami who had passed over. And it was a really strong energy for me. And I sat there and I don't know why I became very emotional. And the more and more I kept winding and winding my string around the, the cedar. All of a sudden the next day I found out that this, this ceremony also took place when this woman that I had known in the community died. And I didn't know about it at the time, but yet it somehow related this experience of all of this to me as I sat there in this sacred space, creating, um, creating a prayer offering for the fire. Yeah, um, talismans are, are wonderful. I'm actually going to... Um, I don't know how to do this gracefully on Zoom. <laughs> so here's a, um, a talisman that a shaman actually made for me back in the 1980s. Can you bring it up a little bit? We can't see it here. Yeah, so it's really quite dated. Wow. A shaman, a very powerful shaman in um, Hawaii made this for me for my protection. And... Um, so this is back in the 1980s and I was living with a family and at some point I wasn't comfortable having the talisman in the house. Um, it had some of the volcano, which, you know, you're never supposed to take <laughs> from Hawaii, but I kept telling myself, 
a shaman, a traditional shaman made this for me, gave it to me as a gift. So I put it outside. I lived in the country. I was I rented a little guest house, a little room actually from a family. And um, I kept going out and putting it outside because I wasn't comfortable having the talisman in my house. And some animal would keep bringing it back to my door every <laughs> single day. Really? How interesting. Yeah, so I got the message that this talisman was supposed to be in my office. But I really, I really like to use talismans um, of where how I work is um, I find a stick in nature and I find my students are more creative than I am. So in my workshops, I talk about talismans and power objects in a very general way because I don't want to plant too many seeds because I find that my students, if I give them freedom, uh, it's amazing the talismans they make. But I work in a very simple way that comes from, I studied with a Weichel shaman um, back in, in 1980 when I first started studying shamanism, period. And he would teach us how to get a stick and to make prayers, make a prayer arrow by tying different colors of yarn. And there are different uh, Weichel teachers and they have different rules. They all teach different rules. My teacher taught it didn't matter what color yarn you use on your talisman. And so then I started using them for fire ceremonies. And when I wanted to release my big hurts, I have no voice in the world and I'm going to release this into the fire so I can reclaim my voice. Or I want to bless all the children of the world and giving a talisman to the fire that contains a blessing. So what I do is um, I really embody the intention you know, I have no voice. I really feel what that feels like in every cell of my body. Or I really want to bless all the children of all the species in the world. And I really feel that in my body. And then as I wrap yarn, different colors of yarn around the stick, it's like I'm, I'm pulling out that intention. I'm spinning out that intention from my body onto the talisman. So that the talisman actually ends up embodying the whole entire power of what I'm bringing to the fire. Because what a lot of people do is they make a representation, but that's not going to create the healing. If you could actually empower your talisman with exactly what you want in there, then it's it completely holds the power. And... Um, in shamanism, it's understood that shamanic art does not represent power. Shamanic art is power. So you can make an object that you can give to fire, to the earth, to the wind, to the water. You always want to use natural materials so that you're not adding to pollution of the planet. And But you can also create a talisman to bring protection into your house, your office, um, to you. And so that's how I work with talismans. Renee, I know that you have a wealth to add to that. Well, something came up that I hadn't thought about in years. When many years ago, and we're dating myself here, but 
uh, I did a vision quest. And before the vision quest, you start preparing like, well, you start preparing a, a year out pretty much. And I had to make 103 prayer ties. And which again, you're, when you started talking about the wrapping and my teacher, because he knew how impatient I was, said, and if the string breaks, you need to start again. So, so can you imagine like, you know, there's, you know, this many reds and this many whites, this many yellows and, and blacks. And, 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 and so I was, the string kept breaking. I'd get like 80 in and I'd have to start all over. And, and I mean, I, I must have had to restart like five or six times. And I was really grateful that I did because I don't know how many of you have done a, a vision quest where you're on the mountain for three or four nights with no food or water, but it's a strenuous activity and it's a strenuous, non-strenuous activity. But I really felt that I had understood better the power of the prayer as I, you know, pinched the tobacco, made a prayer for each thing. I saw that the quality of my prayers changed over and, and, and it was like a really powerful, safe place to, to be sitting alone um, for several days. And uh, that was really good for me. And then when I went to Peru, the, the shaman there, they, they make these kintus where they take three cocoa leaves and one's for the lower world, one's for the middle world, and one's for the upper world. And then they, they give it a kiss. They, you know, I didn't know about the wind then, you know, it hadn't informed me yet, but that they give this gratitude kiss to spirit. And, and that's their form of protection that they use other than the big bag of rocks, you know, that, the, uh, that they carry around the, that have been, you know, blessed and worked with and things like that. So there's all kinds of different things. I, I looked up this morning, I knew we were going to talk about this, is where talisman came from. And it comes from a Greek telesma, meaning an object or an idea that completes another to make it whole. And then the shaman's idea, and what the wind's been teaching me more and more lately, it's about merging with spirit, that we really have to understand that, that we're working in harmony or in cooperation so that as Sandra was just talking about how, you know, she becomes more and more a part of whatever it is that you're creating. So it really goes to the intention of the work that you're doing here with this kind of protection work. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, uh, you know, I'm one of those people who, well, I don't like to fly, so I have all my protective things with me. Right? <laughs> and I have my crystals, and I used to have my little special stuffed animals that I took with me on the plane. And now that I'm becoming a little bit more of a minimalist, I'm a minimalist when I travel too, so I just have my couple of crystals. And and, you know, whether or not they're actually protecting me, I believe they are. And so that's really good. And, and they become my friends. And, um, and I, I do have to admit that although I believe, absolutely believe that as long as I'm in touch with my light and I'm filled with my own light, you don't need a talisman for protection because um, Jesus actually came to me in a dream um, at a workshop where the issue of protection 
was huge and the group wouldn't let it go. And so that night I had a dream and Jesus came to me in the dream and you know how the pictures of him standing and light just flowing out of his arms. And he said to me, if you're filled with light, nothing can ever harm you. Nothing can ever harm you. So that is the absolute highest form of protection if you believe in the spiritual world and if you believe in spiritual practices. But I do find that people project so much. And um, now because of social media, you know, where we used to have 10 people projecting onto us. Now we have thousands of people projecting onto us. And it's a lot for our field of energy to be invaded on that kind of level. And so I like to use the old Native American way of working of, I have mirrors under my bed that uh, reflect back whatever's being said uh, during the night to me. And so I feel like I don't have to do a lot of protection rituals. I, um, I fill up with my power and I put things that I know have blessings at important places in my office and uh, in my bedroom that really just remind me of the power that I, I already have. I think that's the truth is one time um, Alberto used to tell a story about the, the man who went back to the shaman five or six times and finally the shaman cut him. And he said like, well, why did you just cut me? It was like, cause you keep forgetting, you know, you keep forgetting I healed you already, you know? And it was like just such a good story about that. And I remember, you know, that I have to remember. So like I've got my big Ganesh here facing the door and you know, the, Actually, I just had contractors in my house. And it was the craziest thing because the week before, I ran into this picture of, of one of my Swami protectors and who's passed over. And it was like, well, tack it to the, the entrance door of your garage. And I'm thinking like, why? So I can be reminded every single day. And then about a week later, that's the, the carpenter said, said they could start. And I'm there like, Wow, this is kind of interesting. And at the same time, I kept leaving my garage door open by accident, or it was connected to somebody else's clicker or something. But, you know, I had put this protective, so I felt safe. And hopefully, you know, that I was safe. And it's just good. I think it's good reminders when I look around and look at my power sticks or my talismans or, you know, the one I'm going to make for the, the group. Oh, I made one for when I was interviewing for the chef network class, I made a big, uh, you know, a big bundle and things were being tossed at me because when I threw that into the fire, it like, like, you know, like really, it was like, okay, all right. Well, you know, you, the bigger you get the, you know, and Sandra and I have a class coming up about that soon about how, how we stay in right integrity with other people. But it was like, it just, the fire just consumed it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great thing to do. And um, I have already talked and you can do a search on this on, um, uh, shamans TV on uh, prayer trees. Um, I've talked a little bit about 
uh, how we can uh, create a prayer tree, which was done all over the world too. And I wrote um, about in Walking in Light and in the Book of Ceremony. And that's a way for me of tying on prayers on an actual tree that has been invoked. I did lots of invocations and and asking if, if it was willing to work with me. And it's an old time shamanic cross-culture way of working where you tie yarn or ribbon on um, a branch of a tree with a prayer. And so like uh, Renee, instead of uh, me making a bundle before I do my uh, meetings with um, uh, the different organizations I teach for, I go out and tie um, a blessing onto the prayer tree and ask that my prayers be taken up to the creative forces of the universe, that this be a successful meeting and it goes really gracefully. So, you know, there's so many different ways that you can do it. You can, a rock can be a talisman and you can blow in a blessing um, for yourself into a rock and, and bury it into the earth or give it to the water or leave it outside where the, the wind can get your intention and bring it to the creative forces of the universe. And so there are so many different ways that you can work. And so, you know, just of a little bit of summary before I turn this back over to Renee, because we're talking about different things around <laughs> talismans, different levels of working with them. You can make talismans or what are called prayer arrows or power objects uh, for your ceremonies that you do out in nature to call in a blessing or to release something that needs to be released. And you can also uh, find um, stones or things in nature, crystals, um, or you can make something that feels really protective to you. And as you have this on your altar, or as you have it in your bedroom where you sleep, or as you have it in your office where you work, you just know that you're constantly being blessed and protected from by the helping spirits. Mm. That's like one of my wind whistles that I travel with, you know, one of the original ones, toothless and all, still holds some some energy for me. And uh, if you want to, um, before I turn it over to Sandra for, she's going to do a, a little exercise here. There, If you want to um, learn how to do a talisman and actually work a little bit deeper in a way without, it, um, plan on becoming a fire tender for the I Am Symposium and you can go over to IamSymposium.com, but we're going to do a group a process like that on uh, December 20th. And I, I know this will air before then. So, and then you can be part of a group that holds space and, see, and, and it's a good place to test your own power is to see how well you can hold space when there's thousands of people out there listening and you're holding space as part of a bigger circle. Yeah. And we also have, um, we also have a whole ceremony, a guided ceremony that a fire ceremony that I led where we uh, picked up a talisman that was left for us by a guardian spirit and blew in our intention of what we were praying for for the fire. 
and had the fire bring our wishes up to the creative forces of the universe. So there's, it's about a 20 minute guided ceremony and it is, uh, was one of our shows. So um, I hope that you'll watch that because you'll, you'll definitely get a much better idea of what we're talking about. <laughs> so as I said, um, we, we took, the, the topic of talismans. That's one of the issues about so many of these topics is there's so many different levels that you can take them to. And Renee and I are just people who like to take a topic and work it and, uh, and unpack it and look at all the levels. So we talked about talismans that you can leave and you can give to the elements, something that you can make. Or we talked about making, uh, actually making um, some talisman that you can connect with your own helping spirits, God, the goddess, the angels, and ask them to bless this talisman. And you can put it in your office, you can put it next to your bed at night for protection. So what would you like to make a talisman for? That's going to be part, I'll be drumming for you. So you want to drop into yourself and ask that question. What would you want to make a talisman for? And start to see yourself gathering materials for a talisman that you might want to give to an element to um, uh, call in a blessing or to release a pain or start to look at what different materials that feel protective to you personally. They feel really good to you personally, stones or crystals or certain flowers or certain herbs or certain sacred incense that you feel that if you have it in your office or you have it in your bedroom, that your spirits are going to use that as a way to uh, constantly be radiating protective uh, energies to you. So in this short journey, uh, imagine, imagine yourself uh, going outside and I'll lead you in this. So here we go. So imagine standing up from where you are right now and leave out of the front door of your apartment or your house. Seeing yourself walking to a beautiful place in nature, a favorite park that you like to visit, or a favorite hiking trail or a lake or a river that you love to go sit by, or the beach, sitting in front of the ocean, feeling yourself being cleansed by her fragrance and her sound. And reflect on where you are in your life right now. 
and about the how we can use the power of ceremony in many different ways in our lives. We can do a ceremony, perform a ceremony to release some of our greatest pains or our core blocking beliefs. We can do a ceremony with the elements in nature to send out blessings and prayers for the planet, blessings and prayers for our own health and well-being, blessings and prayers for a job that holds meaning for us, or relationship that really honors the beauty of who we are. Or maybe there's an object that you want to make out of natural things in nature that the spirits can infuse their protective energies into that you can carry with you or you can place in your office or you can place in your bedroom. So as you're in nature, reflect on what you want to make a talisman for and notice what materials start to make themselves visible to you. This talisman, if you make it a non-ordinary reality, will remain in the unseen realms working in your behalf. But you can use this journey as inspiration of what materials you would like to physically gather in nature that you can release to an element or to carry with you to feel protected, to feel the love of the spirits, to feel a protective bubble around you that keeps you from being too impacted by the collective field of energy right now. I'll drum in silence for just a little while as you continue to reflect on the materials that you would like to use. So use this short exercise as a form of inspiration so that you can go out either today or in the coming days and start to work on creating a talisman for what you dream that you need help with right now in your life and start to make that talisman and then either release it to the spirits, put it on your altar, put it by your bed, put it in your office, knowing that you always are being watched over by the divine and that you are safe. 
So it's time to return back to the room that we're journeying in. And so we get up and we brush ourselves off and we turn around and we walk back the same path we took to this place in nature. And we come up to a fog, a mist, the veil, the curtain that we step through to take us into the beauty and the inspiration of nature and the unseen realms. Come back into your room that you're in right now. Feel yourself fully in your body, inspired of how you can work with nature and items of nature to bring about your greatest dreams. Okay, so welcome back, everybody. I just wanted to give you a little bit of flavor of uh, getting a sense for yourself of what a talisman might look like for you and, and uh, a particular intention. Remember, in shamanism, intention is everything. So if you can really get a strong intention into a talisman, a prayer arrow, um, some power object that you make, um, the spirits do their work. <laughs> wow, see, I had no idea that's where I was going. Like, I have these ancient feet that come out sometime when I'm like walking, and the ancient feet came out like before your heart, just right when you started, like when we, not, we out, went out the door. And I'm going to keep the rest of the experience sacred for the moment, but that was powerful, Sandra. I think I'm going to. I'm going to uh, separate this journey out so people can use this again over the holidays and, and things like that, or whenever the time is right for you. And we'll include it in, in, uh, in, in on, on the Shaman's TV page. Great. Thank you, Renee. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone. This was uh, sometimes after these journeys, I have to like reposition myself to come back in order to say thank you for coming and make sure you, uh, join the shaman's cave make sure if you want to receive this in your inbox you go over to shaman's tv and sign up to get it weekly we only use that list for 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 this um, announcement and then we have a couple of little promotions at the bottom from what we're each doing because we know you want to know what we're up to and um, it's always an honor to sit here with you sandra and have these conversations Thank you, Renee. I really appreciate that. And as Renee mentioned, uh, the holidays, you know, the holidays are very challenging for so many of us. Um, a lot of people just have fun and use the holidays to have fun, but there's been a lot that's happened for all of us. And sometimes the holidays bring up a lot of issues. And when the holidays bring up a lot of issues, Sometimes it's really good to have a community and to have ways to be inspired. And Renee and I are always going to inspire you. We're always going to give you the tools to work through those tough places in your life. So um, 
tell your friends and loved ones about the Shaman's Cave, especially around the holiday time. And if you have a particular issue that um, might be coming up for you during this time, it doesn't have to be around the holidays, but definitely include um, the issues that trigger you during this time of year. We'll uh, craft some shows around it. So we're, that's why we're here. We want to inspire. So lots of love to everybody. And uh, thank you for watching our show. Thank you, Sandra.